ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലിസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സായിറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് എ ഡിവൈൻ ഡിസ്കോഴ്സ് ഡെലിവേർഡ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഇസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് എ ഷോർട്ട് ഡിസ്കഷൻ ഇസ് അണ്ടർടേക്കൺ ടു റിഫ്ലക്ട് ഓൺ ദ മെസ്സേജ് This is a part of Radio Sai's Thursday Live hosted by Sai Prakash and Prem every Thursday at 7:30 p.m. only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 3rd October 2013 Mr. Sai Giridhar research scholar in the Sri Satya Sai Institute of Higher Learning participated as a guest. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 The clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 25th of May 1990 Sairam, all listeners of Radio Sai and welcome to yet another episode of Shravanam, Mananam, Nidhityasanam. This is a weekly series wherein we study Swami's discourses. We try to play small parts of Swami's discourses and then reflect upon the beautiful message which Swami gives therein. This is Prem from Team Radio Sai, dear listeners. And as always, I am being joined to co-host this show by Brother Sai Prakash. Along with both of us, we have another special guest, to be a part of this program and he's no stranger to the listeners of Radio Sai. I join you all in welcoming Brother Sai Giridhar from the Shri Satya Sai Institute of High Learning, research scholar in the Department of Chemistry. He's going to be joining us and for one special reason, but I'll leave that for a little later. As of now, we begin by offering our most humble pranams at Bhagavan's lotus feet, thanking him for this opportunity and praying that he speaks through all of us. Sairam Sai Prakash and Sairam Sai Giridhar. Sairam Prem. You know, ever since man started thinking, I think he's been wondering about the mind. Almost every civilization has its own account of how they've endeavored to understand the mind. It's quite a fascinating subject, to say the least. It is definitely fascinating. I remember some of my brothers had put up a drama uh, way back in the year 2005 on the vagaries uh, of the mind oh, okay <laughs> and uh, one of the actors uh, while he was telling this dialogue he just mentioned this uh, in a very animated way he said uh, what is this mind really you know uh, every time i try to catch it it is just like the breeze it gets away from my hands and moment he made this statement we were all so uh, pleasantly surprised to see Swami have a hearty laugh at that statement <laughs> you know that mind is like a breeze you can never catch hold of it very beautiful very true and there's little doubt that the mind and the study of the mind is so important because in this series itself Swami has devoted two discourses to the study of the mind and this is the second one in that and you know it's endless how much can be spoken about it and Swami is putting it so beautifully the first discourse on the mind was explaining why mind is important and you know the very oft repeated uh, statement of swami manayeva karanam you know uh, bandha mokshayo and that's why it's important it can bind as well as it can liberate he spoke about that and now coming to we, we are not interested in uh, 
the negative aspects of the mind how to use it for progress so i think this discourse is all about that giving us the the things that mind can do to unsettle you to give you that knowledge so that we can use it for progress and we can use it for liberation uh would you like to say anything about the first few parts of this discourse we've gone through two parts i, I believe we've played the four clips we summarized that even in the last episode right. so ami starts off by saying the whole universe is like a reflection in the mirror and um he's comparing the mind to the mirror but um, in many ways uh, the mind is like the mirror because you know the chitta that we are talking of and the memories that get reflected and swami says everything is reflection reaction resound and um, those memories are stored in the mirror in a sense um, when you look into the mirror you see yourself but this is a subtler mirror i would say the mind is like a subtle mirror where you don't see your own reflection but all the chitta or accumulated memories of yours are reflected back from the mind so that's how swami is comparing the mind to a mirror and um, he goes on to say that more than achieving the four purusharthas dharma artha kama moksha the final annihilation of antakarnas are the most important in fact this is a very beautiful point uh, i remember uh, from uh, nesagadat maharaj's book mm-hmm. i am that uh, he speaks about how actually the chitta plays a role in our life and in our understanding uh, he says it's like uh, the atman is like the light projector light Mm-hmm. and uh, the chitta is like rolls and rolls of movies uh, going on and when this projection goes through the film mm-hmm. of the chitta mm-hmm. uh, it throws up characters in your mind and those characters are thoughts basically so the entire endeavor is simply about you know cleaning this rolls up <laughs> uh, so if you if you don't have any film in between the projector's light is going to be directly on the mind Mm-hmm. and uh, there are no alien characters or unknown characters coming up there so the whole endeavor the spiritual process is about chitta shuddhi as uh, swami Correct. beautifully puts it and uh, during the last discussion i remember sir also mentioning about uh, bhagwan being uh, chitta chora correct in fact that reminds me of a beautiful uh, experience of one of our brothers in kodaikanal he was in kodaikanal but uh, he was totally out of form uh, <laughs> in uh, kodaikanal what happened was one session swami was coming from the dining room into the hall where he you know assembles all the students and speaks to them there uh, this boy was having a camera and because he was out of form very secretively he was uh, you know holding that camera and taking swami's photographs but swami noticed that and uh, swami took a very stern uh, you know stance and then said hey camera chor camera chor you know <laughs> indicating that you are capturing my photographs into the camera without my permission correct in a sense because that boy was out of form at that point of time he thought you know the next thing would be he will have to pack his bags and move <laughs> out and he was really shivering and at that point of time you know swami slowly a smile burst in on his face and uh, to everybody's relief at that point in fact it is very interesting to know what that boy was thinking uh, he shared it with us and he says that he was worried that has he spoiled the mood of bhagwan mm. you know if he has spoiled the mood of bhagwan all the other brothers around him will miss the opportunity of having a lovely session with swami mm. you know he had such beautiful 
noble thought inside mm. and he was with this prayer that swami forgive me if i've done a mistake but mm. i don't want to spoil your mood you know that is when this smile uh, burst on swami's face and uh, swami looks at him and says see you are camera chor but i am chitta chor <laughs> <laughs> beautiful <Yeah. laughs> so it's like that and uh, one other impression i got uh from listening to the couple of episodes previous to this is what is this spiritual process really about chitta shuddhi mm-hmm. is how do we go about how yeah. does a simple sadhaka uh, who doesn't want too much complication of intellectuality into it how do i understand uh, the process of chitta shuddhi Uh, Swami makes it very very simple he says it's a four step process uh, interestingly there was also mention about the manasarovar you know mind being the manasarovar uh, we did an exercise in the awareness class back in the college where we put this question to us to the students if we have a dirty muddy pool of water and uh, you know we put a picture of that on one side we put the picture of kailash manasarovar on the other side and asked the students If you are to convert the muddy pool of water the dirty pool of water into manasarovar what do you really do you know the boys were brilliant they came up with the solution the four step solution which swami gives to clean up the muddy pool uh, of water with lot of turbulence and all that into an absolutely placid uh, crystal clear water of manasarovar where you can see what is within very clearly mm. you know is the four step process of त्यज दुर्जन संसर्गम भज साधु समागमम कुरु पुण्यम अहोरात्रम एंड स्मरणित्य अनित्यताम हाउ डू वी अंडरस्टैंड दिस इन आवर डे टू डे लाइफ एंड यू नो बेस्ड ऑन स्वामीज टीचिंग्स एंड इंटरेस्टिंगली एज साई प्रकाश ब्रदर मेन्शन एवरी टाइम स्टूडेंट्स और टीचर्स वुड गो अप टू स्वामी एंड से स्वामी वॉट साधना डू वी डू स्वामी वुड सिंपली से सिंपली फॉलो द इंस्ट्रक्शंस हैव गिवन or more precisely swami would say that you know the hostile rules and regulations have been designed by me so just follow the hostile rules and regulations and go through the schedule that i have personally given you that is more than enough it is such a beautiful reassurance for all of us that we don't have to do anything more than that and these this four step process of teja durjana samsargam makes it very clear as to how this helps in chitta shuddhi the premise behind this spiritual process is that we are already divine correct like uh, prakash brother mentioned uh, we are not human beings uh, trying to have you know a divine experience we are actually divine beings uh, in a human experience correct and swami has always said you know divyatma swarupalara just to indicate that we are already divine the only a uh, factor is you know or the factors are this mala vikshepa and our now the dirt which has accumulated over births together which uh, prevents us from seeing the light within swami gives the analogy of uh, the agarbatti the incense stick and he says you know you have a beautiful fragrance coming from the incense stick but you see that over time you can't see the flame that is there inside because of the deposit of the ash around it slowly and steadily if you just start blowing away the ash you will start seeing small little sparks and finally when all the ash is out you will see the the burning amber uh, within that is the burning incense stick within so swami says in the same way the light is already there you don't have to become the light you already are the light hmm. but it is just that this dust and uh, you know this kind of an ash which is covering that light has to be removed 
so that is the basic premise of the spiritual process of chitta shuddhi and coming to uh, the process itself the first step of course is you know when you have a dirty pool of water you don't want to be adding further muck or dirt into it if you want to clean the pond correct right so tyaja durjana samsargam basically translates to avoid bad company in most simple terms which means you don't add any more unwanted or you know junk material if i may mm. if i can use that word into our uh, lives correct uh, into our chitta so first we need to stop the input of the negative tendencies the negative uh, visuals the negative words that we hear and all uh, such bad energies first we need to stop the inflow of that the second step is bhaja sadhu samagam so we say it's not enough if you prevent uh, the inf- uh, inflow of bad inputs through the five senses it is also important to have good inputs going because the mind uh, you know swami compares it uh, to a genie prakash mm. brother do you remember the genie story of yeah of yeah. swami uh, means he says that uh, unless you give it work Exactly. Uh, it's like a, a genie that comes out from the ma- magic cup. Yes. But unless you keep it engaged, it's going to eat you up. It's comes, going to eat you. It comes to the premise that it'll do anything which you ask it to huh. do. But if it has nothing to do, it'll come and eat you. It'll come and eat you. Precisely <laughs> that. So, if you're not going to give it any input also, it is going to get restless. So, that's why Swami says, give it input, but give it noble input. Correct. You know, sacred inputs, divine mm. inputs. Correct. Uh, so that is bhaja sadhu samagamam swami says be in the company of good people god loving people be in the company of sai literature be in the company of bhajans and satsang so this kind of an input uh, why be in the company of doing your work well wherever you work make it an offering to god so by engaging yourself in the service to society through your work by engaging yourself in good activities by following swami's teachings throughout the day in some way or the other in whichever way we can and by avoiding bad company basically bhaja sadhu samagamam happens uh, so we are having good water flowing into us we are not allowing muck to enter us the third step is the most important step swami says kuru punyam ahoratram which means do sacred activities noble activities day and night and swami says uh, it is these activities of seva that we participate in seva doesn't really mean going to the village one might say how do i all the time go to a village and serve the people there day and night uh, i have my own profession to take care no real swami says that seva can happen in the most simple ways a good word a comforting word to somebody who is in a distress uh, is seva Uh, you know to lift the spirits of somebody is seva to do your own duty perfectly well you know itself is seva swami says so by offering all these activities to bhagwan we can elevate even the most simple and mundane activities to the heights of seva so swami says kuru punyam ahoratam this way from morning to night if you do sacred activities by offering it to bhagwan then the inner impurities start getting cleansed slowly right so we are not allowing the bad inputs in we are taking in good inputs what muck is already there inside we are cleaning it up through the process of seva right and the most important aspect there is uh, the last part which is smara nitya anityatam this comes at two levels basically the most simple understanding of smara nitya anityatam is to discriminate between good and bad 
even though we think we are seeing uh, you know this typically happens with the youngsters they would say see i am watching a movie i am only picking the morals from the movie <laughs> right but then as an individual you know for yourself nitya anityatam is more like temporary and permanent ah that is oh. the uh, the more okay. higher uh, okay. understanding of it the more simple uh, you know base level understanding of smaranitya anityatam is to be able to discriminate between what gives you temporary happiness and what gives you a uh, permanent joy or bliss and it can happen in very small activities even in bhajasadu samagamam that is in participating in activities that are noble that are sacred uh, sometimes you know the young mind uh, the monkey mind the, the drunken monkey mind stung by the scorpion <laughs> uh, you know can uh, sometimes behave like this and say i am watching this movie so that i pick only that which is good but if you exercise discrimination to observe yourself you will know if only good has got into you mm. or there is something else also that has got into you you know you will know by the thoughts kind of thoughts that you have eventually after the movie show or for the next couple of days or even better if you are seeing serials on television oh yes oh yes <laughs> you don't have to talk about it <laughs> movies are <laughs> way better than serials on television absolutely and you know somebody is going through some fictional story and they are going through and then we start getting involved we start crying we start unnecessarily going and then what will happen tension anxiety and blood pressure goes up i mean <laughs> as if our own problems are not enough you own the problems of these fictitious characters and you know uh, your your life becomes more miserable that way so smaranitya anityatam basically at a slightly higher uh, level of understanding is to understand the temporary or the transient nature of the worldly objects their inability to provide us with that lasting joy that we always aspire for and uh, look for the nitya that is where is that eternal fountain of joy to look for that fountain constantly to make it uh, the vision of our life to look for that fountain of eternal bliss unending bliss that being the most important step of all in this four step process i think another way of looking at that smaran nitya nityatam could be nitya means ever right always think about the unreality of the world you know it could be even that smaran nitya anityatam keep ever in your mind the unreality of this world you know that's one of the things which ami says that uh, and we discussed that last week also the moment you know that what is troubling you is something which is going to go that very thought actually removes the pain of it you know it doesn't remove the problem itself but removes the the repercussions and the mental stress that the problem can bring with it this uh, whole concept of this film and the projection is so apt in this case of the mind just take the uh, example of the film itself you know there are images on it basically it's like the film with images which is like the mind with chitta with memories and all that but unless there is the light you cannot see the projection of it similarly the mind doesn't have an illumination of its own it's the light of the atma that shines on the mind and that gives you the images and actually there's another beautiful uh, adage to it sorry to interrupt there if you see i don't know what's the technology right now in films but earlier mm-hmm. when you have a film developed mm-hmm. till a certain time that film should not be exposed to light correct if correct. it exposed to light then mm. it doesn't hold on to that images which which you've tried to put on it i think the chitta is also like that if it is in a very nascent stage exposed mm. to the atman and the idea of the atman 
maybe it will not it will lose its power to retain those images hmm. and that is what is chitta shuddhi all about where you hmm. constantly try to keep the chitta in association with hmm. the divine with the eternal wherein the chitta loses its ability to actually bind impressions and vasanas and to control you in in turn no it's it's very much like seeing a serial on television i mean <laughs> uh, life itself if you think of it that way our own uh, chittas our own memories we are projecting within ourselves and then that's how we understand the world through our mind so you are understanding the world through your mind which is already colored <laughs> with your memories and with your understanding so basically swami is just looking at us and saying oh everybody is watching their own serial <laughs> very true <laughs> or movie in the world this is a very good example to understand i think uh, how the mind i think swami then goes on to give us three impurities of the mind that is mala vikshepa and avarna i think we completed the this portion where swami spoke about mala and vikshepa right i think in mala swami spoke about the three aspects the patra shuddhi padartha shuddhi and and pakshuddhi just for a recollection mala is the dirt that accumulates dirt that accumulates on a mirror on the mirror so he's since he has compared the mirror to the mind it's like the dirt that accumulates right. on and the he mirror he said food plays a very important role in creating that uh, that dirt yes. and that's when he said about patra shuddhi padartha shuddhi in that context and then vikshepa i think is it's like uh, the constant wavering nature of the mind True. if you are looking at a mirror which is constantly shaking for instance if you're traveling in a bus or something and you try to look at the mirror mm-hmm. you never get to see you know, yourself, clearly. Uh, yourself clearly and that's what similar to that when swami says that a mirror is constantly shaking you don't get the right image which you're looking for now what is avarna <laughs> now coming to the last aspect of that avarna should we go to that clip and listen to yes, what swami is saying there avaranamu idu emiti ee avaranam what do you mean by avarana addam paina dattamainatti battana kappinappudu andulo manam pratibimbam kanipistunda when you cover the mirror with a thick cloth can you get your reflection in the mirror at all ye maatramu kanipinchadu certainly not nothing kanukane manam cheta mani yokka swasarupanni maaninyanga chustunnam we are seeing our own real image vichhepam cheta chanchalatvanga manam vishesistunnam on account of vichhepa we suffer from unsteady chanchalatvam na nature anukuntunnam we consider unsteadiness as our very nature itself nenu human body ni kanuka deeniki taginatundi sahajam anukuntunnam samarthinchukuntunnam we go on defending as a human being all these are natural for us kaani aavaranam cheta naaku swasarupam ledhu naa dehame naa swasarupani vishesistunnam on account of the impact of aavarana we feel that we do not have any other thing excepting our body and manam chuchedi anubhavinchedi ఆనందించేది ఇవన్నీ కూడా నువ్వు రిఫ్లెక్షన్ రియాక్షన్ తీసా ఉండే డియర్ స్టూడెంట్స్ వాట్ ఎవర్ వి సీ వాట్ ఎవర్ వి ఎక్స్‌పీరియన్స్ ఇస్ మియర్లీ ఉంటుందాది ఇస్ మియర్లీ రిఫ్లెక్షన్ రియాక్షన్ రిసౌండ్ బట్ దేర్ ఇస్ వన్ రియాలిటీ ఆ రియాలిటీని మర్చిపోతున్నాం బట్ వి ఆర్ ఫర్గెటింగ్ దట్ రియాలిటీ రియాక్షన్ అనుసరిస్తున్నాము we are following reaction ni vintunnamu we are hearing reflection chustunnamu we are seeing reflection kaani దానికి ఒకటి ఆధారమైనటువంటిది ఉండదని కొంతవరకు గుర్తించాలి బట్ ఇట్ ఇస్ నెసెసరీ టు రికగ్నైజ్ దట్ దేర్ ఇస్ ఎ బేసిస్ ఫర్ ఆల్ దిస్ రియాక్షన్ రిసౌండ్ అండ్ రిఫ్లెక్షన్ ఇది కవర్ కావటము ఈ అద్దమును దట్టమైన బట్టతో మూయబడిందంటే ఏ దట్టమైన బట్టం ఇది ఇఫ్ ది మిర్రర్ ఇస్ కవర్డ్ బై ఎ థిక్ క్లాత్ వాట్ ఇస్ దట్ క్లాత్ అది కామ క్రోధ లోభ మోహ మదమత్సల్యమైనటువంటి ఈ అరిషద్ వర్గము దట్ ఇస్ ది సిక్స్ ఎనిమిస్ ఆఫ్ మ్యాన్ 
starting from desire ఇవి కొంతవరకు మానవుని యొక్క దేహమునకు సహజములే అయినప్పటికీ దిస్ మే బి నేచురల్ ఫర్ హ్యూమన్ బాడీ ధనమదం ది విద్యామదం కులమదం ఐశ్వర్యమదం సౌందర్యమదం యవ్వనమదం తపఃమదం ఇలాంటి మదములు అష్టమదముల చేత కప్పబడి ఉంటుంది ఈ అద్దము దిస్ మిరర్ ఈస్ కవర్డ్ బై ద ప్రైడ్ అండ్ కన్సీట్ ఆఫ్ wealth education caste and beauty dhanam enta varaku untadi for how long does this wealth last kadilipothundi kalikinda neeru kadilipoyinattuga ye chanamulo pothundo cheppadaniki veedu kaadu it is highly slippery and it is a passing cloud mana yavvanamu enta sep untadi minchu minchinattuga okka nimisham lopala maaripothundi tendi even our beauty like a flash or a lightning it disappears mane vidya madam emiti vidya ekka madam what is the education after all the pride arising out of ee kante goppa vidyavantulu lokamlo entha mandi leru how many more people are there who are better educated than you kanaku varini vicharan chesthe nee vidya vaari yokka dintlo entha sthayiki compare it to them what is after all your accomplishment ivanni vicharana chesthe madamunuku mana chota ye maatram kodu avakasam ledhu if you go on thinking on these lines idi kelamam ramti brahma it is only a type of delusion chaduvulanniyu chadivi chaala vivekiyai magidi tannerugadu mandamatudu after having studied all types of education the stupid person does not know who he really is enta chaduvu chadivi ye neeti unnanu heenuni gunambu manaledu whatever education you have acquired if you are a mean fellow you do not give up your mean quality tarachi chaduvu chaduva tarkavadame kaani poorna gnanam eppudu pondaledu if you go on reflecting mere education leads to argumentation chaduvu chaduvu chadivi chaavanga netiki chaavuleni chaduvu chaduvu aleyunnaru what is the use of this kind of education you should study such education which will be confer liberation on you chadavul nerchitinanchu garvam vahinchan raadu do not be proud that you are educated neekunna chadavi pet ye paat idi what is the type of education which you have vinayame sattva roopam obedience and humility is the vinayam raavali manavani yendu vidyarthuni yendu and that humility must be found in the ah vinaya vidhayatanu lekapovatam chethane madamu talakekkutundadi as there is no humility and obedience this pride is entering into the head of ee dhanamadamu vidyamadamu yavvanamadamu ee yokka madamulu chetha manavattam kevalam marchipothunnadu man is forgetting his real human nature itself on account of the pride of wealth pride of youth kramakramena manavattanni marugaparcheyatundi yokka dushtagudumule tappa idi manavattanni vikshimpa cheseyatundi pavitra gunamulu kaavu all these qualities are making man forget his real human nature dhanamechina madamechunu madamechina durgunambu manakayachunu ధనముడిగిన మదముడుగును మదముడిగిన దుర్గుణంబు మానునయ్యా ఆ దుర్గుణము పోవాలంటే మదం పోవాలి ఇఫ్ దేర్ ఇస్ ఇంక్రీజ్ ఇన్ ద వెల్త్ ఇట్ లీడ్స్ టు ఇంక్రీజ్ ఇన్ ప్రైడ్ అండ్ దట్ లీడ్స్ టు వేరియస్ బ్యాడ్ క్వాలిటీస్ ఇఫ్ ఈ విధమైనటువంటి మదములే మన మనస్సు అనేటువంటి అద్దమును కప్పిపుచ్చి ఇట్ ఈస్ దీస్ కైండ్స్ ఆఫ్ ప్రైడ్ అండ్ కన్సీట్ విచ్ కవర్ ద మిరర్ ఆఫ్ అవర్ మైండ్ 
విత్ ది స్టిక్ క్లాత్ కనుక ఈ దట్టమైనటువంటి యొక్క బట్టను మనం తీసివేయాలనుకుంటే ప్రేమను పెంచుకోవాలి డెవలప్ లవ్ ఇన్ ఆర్డర్ టు రిమూవ్ ది స్టిక్ క్లాత్ ఈ ప్రేమనే ప్రధానమైనటువంటిది దిస్ లవ్ ఈస్ ద మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ వన్ అది ఏ ప్రత్యక్ష పరమాత్మ దట్ ఈస్ మనము ఈ పవిత్రమైనటువంటి ప్రేమ చేతనే సర్గురును మనము ఒక్కగా ఇరిటిగా మనం కట్టుకోవచ్చును బై సేక్రెడ్ లవ్ యుల్ బి ఏబుల్ టు కాంకర్ ఎనిథింగ్ ఒక్క ప్రేమ పాసము చేత తప్ప అందరినీ ఐకమత్యంగా అభివృద్ధిపరచడానికి ఇంకా మరొక మార్గం ఏమాత్రం కూడా లేవు ఎక్సెప్టింగ్ ఫార్ ది love there is no way of bringing about cooperation and understanding among people deeniki oka chinna udaharanam here is a small example you anekatvanga bhavistunnavu you think that there, there are the, there is multiplicity oka kinda oka candle lamp pettesesam there is a candle kept below dani paina aneka randramulanta kotti dani oka paathranu moosinam అందువల్ల ఉన్నది ఒకే లైట్ అయినప్పటికీ ఆ రంధ్రముల ద్వారా బయటికి అనేక లైట్లు ఉండేటట్టు కనిపిస్తుండాలి దెర్ ఇస్ ఓన్లీ వన్ క్యాండిల్ లైట్ ఇన్ సైడ్ ద వెసల్ బట్ పాసస్ త్రూ ద డిఫరెంట్ హోల్స్ అండ్ లుక్స్ దట్టమైనటువంటి ఒక్క వస్త్రము కప్పినాము కవర్డ్ దిస్ వెసల్ బై థిక్ క్లాత్ కనుకనే అందులో నుంచి ఏ మాత్రం కూడా మనకు లైట్ కనిపించడం లేదు యు హ్ నాట్ బీన్ ఏబుల్ టు సీ లైట్ అట్ ఆల్ అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ కవరింగ్ కనుక మొట్టమొదటి ఈ దట్టమైనటువంటి యొక్క టర్కీ టవాల్ తీసి పక్కన పెట్టమంటే యు రిమూవ్ దిస్ థిక్ టర్కీ టవల్ ఇన్ ది ఫస్ట్ ఇన్స్టెన్స్ అప్పుడు అనేక జ్యోతులుగా కనిపిస్తుంది దెన్ యూ కెన్ సీ ఎ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ లైట్స్ ఆ యొక్క అనేకంగా కనిపించేటువంటి ఆ పాత్రను మనం పగలగొట్టిందంటే ఒక్క జ్యోతిగానే మనకు కనిపిస్తుంది బ్రేక్ దట్ పాట్ అండ్ దెన్ యూ విల్ ఫైండ్ ఓన్లీ వన్ లైట్ అదే ఏక జ్యోతి అదే ఆత్మజ్యోతి ఉన్నది ఒక్కటే దానిపైన నవరంధ్రములతో కూడినటువంటి యొక్క ఈ దేహం అనే పాత్రను కప్పినాము కనుక ఇవి అనేక విధంగా కనిపిస్తుంటున్నాయి ఒక్కొక్క రంధ్రం నుంచి ఒక్కొక్క లైట్ ఉండినట్టుగా కనిపిస్తుంది దిస్ ఇస్ ద సింగిల్ లైట్ ది ఆత్మిక్ లైట్ దిస్ ఇస్ కవర్డ్ బై ది నైన్ ది బాడీ విచ్ హ్యాస్ గాట్ నైన్ హోల్స్ ఇది అనేక జ్యోతులు లేవు అక్కడ దేర్ ఆర్ నో డిఫరెంట్ లైట్స్ అంటే ఒక్క జ్యోతి దేర్ ఇస్ ఓన్లీ వన్ లైట్ కానీ దేహం యొక్క రంధ్రముల ద్వారా ఇవి అనేక జ్యోతులుగా కనిపిస్తున్నాయి త్రూ ద హోల్స్ ఆఫ్ ద ఫిజికల్ బాడీ యూసీ డిఫరెంట్ దీనిపైన మమత్వము అనేటువంటి దట్టమైన వస్త్రాన్ని కప్పిపెట్టాము ఆన్ దిస్ పర్టికులర్ వన్ యూ హ్యావ్ కవర్డ్ విత్ ద థిక్ క్లాత్ ఆఫ్ మైన్నెస్ మమత్వం నాది అనే మమత్వము నేను అనే అహంకారము ఈ రెండు నేసినటువంటి వస్త్రం ఇది ది టూ క్లాత్స్ ఆర్ ద ఈగో ఆఫ్ హై and the possessiveness of mamatva mayin arendintini manam teesi paravesthe you remove i and mayin tadwara deham yokka brantilu manam kramakramina adupulo pettukunte if we can control the body identification ekoham bahusyam ekatvame anekatvanga roopondutundi then you can see that one light has become many lights even as we were listening to that clip you know i can't help but say how every time you listen to a swami's discourse you you tend to say that this is the best discourse of swami <laughs> and <laughs> this portion is uh, that's how beautiful this part is you know uh, how succinctly swami has put uh, i think some of the most complex principles to us and just a couple of a uh, couple of analogies you know just two or three analogies and swami has brought it across so beautifully in this 
then straight away as we heard that discourse straight bang on target swami starts with what is avarna and even before that the beautiful one line swami explains what is mala vikshepa and in that context what is avarna swami saying that you know mala does not enable us to cl- see the image clearly avarna makes us feel that we are unstable like the image how beautifully vikshepa. swami puts it i'm vikshepa. sorry yeah vikshepa, vikshepa. Mm. swami said that is the shaking of the mm. mirror mm. when you see that shaking image you tend to believe that you are also unstable like that image correct and swami saying that is not true and then swami comes to avarna which is like a mirror covered with a cloth mm-hmm. it's amazing how swami brings in uh, the different cloths i don't know from which mill they were made kamakrodha loba moha mother matsare man pride uh, swami has given so much importance to this topic of pride he says you are proud about uh, so many things like money affluence beauty youth and everything is temporary you know i just can't help thinking how related it is like pride is trying to keep yourself away from others trying to show that you are better than others or you are exclusive yeah you are exclusive so swami always says you are one and he he always harps on unity so the moment you try to keep yourself away that is wrong and that in fact uh, that sentence really you know is in, is in my mind what are bad thoughts and he says a bad thought is three bad thoughts <clears throat> no no in this series discourse swami right. said that uh, the thought that makes you think that you are different from right. others that is a bad thought <laughs> <laughs> so here when he's talking about pride i can't help uh, connect the two because pride is something where you think you are better than somebody so you are basically seeing yourself different from others unless you think that yes we are one and there is unity automatically there you have love yes in fact that oneness is love itself that oneness is love and then the moment there is oneness and unity then automatically this avarna of this thick cloth is thrown away in fact swami through his chinnakathas has often told us this predicament of though you can be very very physically close to god still if you have these qualities uh, you know they take you away uh, from the truth uh, from god uh, straight away arjuna is a classic uh, example of this in a chinnakatha which uh, we know which titles like pride has its fall okay you know uh, in that swami says that krishna and arjuna were uh, going on a stroll and uh, there was uh, a stream going by and then arjuna looking at the stream suddenly wondered and he said to krishna he said uh, why did you take so much trouble in your previous incarnation with all those monkeys uh, you know building that stone bridge across the ocean to reach lanka and all that when you <laughs> came as shri rama mm. Uh, and he said if only i i'm sure you could have done it i mean i can build a bridge of arrows mm. uh, across the ocean uh, i'm sure you could have got that done i don't know why you use these monkeys you know to build so uh, krishna says oh is that uh, really so uh, so why don't we see how strong a bridge that you are capable of building Uh, so just across the stream which was very small uh, relatively you know compared to the ocean which uh, shri rama had to cross arjuna uh, was instructed by krishna to build a bridge of arrows and he builds this bridge of arrows and uh, lord krishna simply thinks of hanuman and uh, hanuman appears there and uh, as a monkey and he says uh, hanuman why don't you just go and test that bridge 
you know so hanuman just goes and places the tip of his toe <laughs> on that bridge and the whole bridge bridge just collapses and along with the bridge you know arjuna's pride also collapses mm. another instance uh, where swami describes about you know such a situation is after the uh, mahabharata war uh, yeah. we all know the scene where krishna and arjuna are on chariot and uh, krishna says arjuna now you get down first then i will get down and arjuna you know out of his pride that he has won the war and he has achieved so much he says no no you get down first uh, krishna says no please listen to me you get down as i instruct you and it's for your good arjuna is so much filled with pride uh, because of his accomplishments at that point of time he forgets who was the doer behind mm. the whole thing and uh, he says no no see you are the charioteer it is the duty of the charioteer to get down and you know welcome me uh, you know out of the chariot <laughs> so krishna takes a very strong tone and says arjuna get down okay mm. you know listening to that uh, literally you know we we know how it feels when swami uh, <laughs> takes a strong tone and he says hey and you know all our thoughts come to an absolute still uh, so i'm assuming it should be the same thing with arjuna so arjuna on listening to that strong tone of the lord immediately realizes that he is doing something wrong and he just gets down and we all know what happened krishna jumps off that ch- he releases the horses first and then jumps off the chariot and the whole chariot goes into flame mm. so pride definitely you know though it's somebody like arjuna who was right next to the lord who's known for his sakya bhakti or you know his friendship to the lord even such a person if he has pride mm. there's no way he's going to be close to god Uh, it was a very strong message which swami was giving you know that's the beauty swami is listing out the things which can give you pride and saying that how each one of them don't hold water you know swami saying money learning caste affluence beauty youth position authority and spirituality wow and that's very interesting because you know i remember a devotee sharing with me once swami specifically told him hmm. of all the types of ego the most dangerous is spiritual ego Oh, it's 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 beautiful that Prem mm. mentions this. I I interacted with one other devotee of Bhagwan, who shared a very profound experience of his in his meditation. When he was meditating one day, he had you know reached some level of uh, spiritual attainment, and uh, in the process, uh, he started unconsciously looking at people as you know. Oh, okay, so he's not so evolved. Mm. So I need to help him. in a very positive way in the sense of helping but nevertheless he called it the subtle ego uh, which comes up for any spiritual sadhaka which is the most dangerous thing and uh, he said one day uh, the lord decided to teach him a lesson on on this regard so he was uh, in his meditation and he saw uh, bhagwan appear uh, before him and in his meditation and uh, you know with lot of uh, you know joy and some kind of pride he asked bhagwan in his meditation he said swami who am i in your creation you know and he said that swami actually showed him a huge black dark screen and everything was pitch dark in that and there was a tiny dot which was sparkling which was twinkling mm. you know and uh, so he said oh so in the vastness of your creation mm. am i this tiny star mm. you know swami said no 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 mm. this is the sun that you see every morning <laughs> you know mm. so he said that very moment his ego was completely shattered that that subtle ego was completely shattered and he began to weep 
इन हिज विजन एंड देन ही टोल्ड स्वामी स्वामी आई एम नथिंग आई एम नथिंग आई एम नथिंग एंड एज ही वॉज वीपिंग जेन्यूनली विद रियलाइजेशन दैट ही इज नथिंग ही सेट द होल स्क्रीन ट्रांसफॉर्म्ड इन टू ब्राइट वाइट लाइट द एंटायर डार्कनेस विच वॉज सपोज टू शो द कॉस्मोस यू नो ट्रांसफॉर्म्ड इन टू अ ब्राइट वाइट लाइट एंड स्वामी देन सेट नव यू आर दिस It's very beautiful because mm-hmm. you know even as you're narrating that many times when you do something you know you p- take up some spiritual activity you always have that back of your mind that someday Swami will come and applaud you for that mm-hmm. Swami will say good boy you know mm-hmm. boy with very pure mind something like that you feel that you know that will mm-hmm. uh, make you feel very nice but sometimes I used to sit and reflect you know the most uh, statement which can give you maximum pride is mm-hmm. Swami coming and tell you you are God like me. and that's mm. why he tells every day but we don't take the pride which comes out of that mm. we want the pride which comes out of the little things which ami says that you know you're a good boy you know you're a very straightforward boy <laughs> you 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 try very hard i used to think that if we could connect our pride only with that statement which ami makes and and the beautiful thing is as uh, as that very famous and beautiful quotation goes that it says it remember that you're unique Mm. but at the same time remember that everybody is as unique as you are <laughs> mm. and you know think that you are god but think that everybody else around you is as much divine as you are and you know the, the two uh, tools which ami gives to get over that pride is also very beautiful so ami saying first of all you're behaving like a frog in the well mm. look around see that whatever you have achieved there are thousands who have achieved much more than you mm. you know that's a way of quelling that pride and that's mm. what ami is saying here and the other thing is the transient nature of what you're proud of if it is wealth you are proud of it can go any moment if it's youth it's definitely going it's going even as you are being pri- proud about it mm. and every one of these things is transient and that should itself give you a, a means of overcoming this pride i mean that example which swami gives to show that innate unity in everybody he says take a pot with many holes and put it on top of a candle how, how beautiful. beautiful it is i mean the light comes equally through all the holes from the pot that is the diversity that's the diversity you think there are so many different lights but then you just remove the pot there is one light in fact the upanishads also give this analogy of you know if you imagine a thousand pots filled with oil or water and there is the sun on top if you peep into each of the spots you will see the thousand pots reflecting the sun mm-hmm. but uh, in truth there is only one sun Very which true. is reflected in all the thousand pots mm-hmm. and you know going back to this uh, thing of sami saying what is that cloth which covers the mirror the arshad vargas forget about you wanting to realize forget about seeing divinity or your reality even if you look at it in a mundane sense these are the things which actually skew our decision making correct more than anything else what inhibits us from making the right decision is our all these things when you're strongly attached to something when you're mm. strongly disturbed about something mm. when you're jealous about somebody these are the times when you take the most wrong decisions in life anger oh anger. swami has spoken a lot right. about anger and that's what swami says that mm. you know never make a decision out of anger out mm. of jealousy out of uh, strong attachment and that is why in fact you know in mahabharata they, they said the best decision maker was actually yudhishthira mm because he was never disturbed by any of these things and that's why even the enemies would come and ask him for advice because they knew that he will give the right advice mm. because he was never disturbed by any of uh, these arshadvargas as swami is describing absolutely steady and 
you think we should go on to the next yes i think because swami has come to the point of how uh, the concept of mamakara and ahankara is coming in i think swami will be continuing with that uh, analogy of the pot with nine holes so we'll go to that next clip of that discourse vidyarthulara ee manasulaku manasu buddhi chittamu ahankaramu ee naliginti yokka cherikane antakaran ayipoyindi this mind intelligence chitta and ego have become antakarana aithe ee antakaran ante em artham what is the meaning of antakarana karana managa panimutlu indriyamulu karanam means instruments antakaranaga lopali indriyamulu that means inner instrument antakaran ante adi emito ani aneka rakamulaga vedantanni varam varnistuntam there is no need for mistaking that to be anything great it is only inner kannulu baita chustunnai eyes are looking chevulu baita vintunnai ears are hearing outside noru baita maatladutundadi mouth is chethulu baita panulu chestunnai hands are performing baita vasane chustundadi the nose is smelling things outside of itself kaani veetikannitikini konni roopam untunnai there are different forms for them manasuku no form no roopam mind does not have any form at buddhi ki roopam ledhu intelligence also doesn't have chittam ku roopam ledhu chittam also doesn't ahankaram ku roopam ledhu ego does not have roopam lenatundi yokka antakaranam yokka sammilitamainatundi swarupame ini yokka swarupam the real form is this formless thing which is associated with all these four aspects of mind deeniki nalugu vidhamainatundi dosham untunnai there are four types of defects associated with vakati bhranti one is bhranti illusion rendavadi pramadamu the second one is pramadamu moodavadi karana pathana karana pathana karana pathana is the third one inka nalugavadi fourth one is vipralipsa ani nalugavadi vipralipsa విప్రలిప్స ఈ నాలుగింటి యొక్క దోషములే ఈ అంతఃకరణను మాలిన్యపరుస్తుంటున్నాయి ఇట్ ఇస్ దీస్ ఫోర్ డిఫెక్ట్స్ విచ్ ఆర్ డర్టీయింగ్ ది అంతఃకరణ మొట్టమొదటిది భ్రాంతి ద ఫస్ట్ వన్ ఇస్ భ్రాంతి ఇది భ్రమ దిస్ ఇస్ ఎన్ ఇల్యూషన్ ఎట్టిది భ్రమ వాట్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ ఇల్యూషన్ ఇస్ ఇట్ త్రాడును చూచి పాములు కోటము పాములు చూచి త్రాడును కోటము కన్సిడరింగ్ రోప్ యాజ్ a snake and snake nityamulu chuchi anichyanga bhavinchatamu anichyanni chuchi nityanga vishwasinchatamu believing permanent things are impermanent and impermanent things ee vidhamainatundi brahma cheta pramadam sambhavistundadi rendavadi dosham on account of this illusion one gets into danger the second one pramadamu comes idi traadanu koni paamulu pattukunte pramadam kaaka mari em ayipothundi if one steps on a snake thinking that it is a rope what would it not be dangerous ee naati manavudu andakudanu dekhame satyamu ani vishwasisthunnadu today's man is believing his body as truth kaadu 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 certainly not idi kevalamu oka neeti buduga vantidi body is a water bubble eppudu ekkado ee rakangano idi nippulo padipothundi when where and how we do not know this water bubble breaks kaadu this is not truth idi kevalamu astapanjaram this is a cage of bones malamutra durgandha mamsa rakthame kaani punugu javvaajilu puttabogu this is full of 
dirty things rather than uh, it doesn't emanate perfumes kanuka ee vidhamainatundi deham satyam anukoni aa dehanni sarina reetilo viniyoginchetundi aa shaktini manam vismaristunnam considering such an impermanent body as permanent we are not putting that to proper use okka danni meer chakkaga gurtinchali students recognize and realize one thing kannulu unnai chevulu unnai noru undi mukku undi anni untunnai ive chustunnayi ive vintunnayi ive chestunnayi aneetundi vishwasame manaku untunte maraninchina tarvata same eyes same ears same nose same tongue untundadi enduku maatadtam ledhu enduku chuttam ledhu enduku vinatam ledhu we have eyes ears nose tongue and we think that they are doing the functions but if that is really so after death also they must be performing the functions they don't do it body ni neevaipothe neevu appudu enduku chuttaniki veelu kaakunda undi if you are the eyes the eyes ani chupinchi etanti oka shakti akkar ledhu there is no power which is making the eyes see they have a pet the torch light vanti the body may be compared to a big torch light kannulu bulbs vanti eyes are bulbs kevalamu buddhi switch vanti intelligence is switch kotta torch kotta bulb switch on lo undi kaani light raavatam ledhu kaaranam emiti new bulb new torch switch is on but you are not getting the light why cells led akkada there are no cells inside the torch kanuku aa cells lekapotam chethane light manaku raavatam ledhu as there are no cells inside you are not getting the light kanuku aa cells de mana blood cells anta kudanu okkoka divyamaina shakti tho koodinatuntive those cells are our blood cells kaani cells unnai avi okkoka thuri chaala idayipothuntayi maaripothuntayi దాని శక్తి కూలిపోతుంటాయి దేర్ మే బి సెల్స్ బట్ వితౌట్ దట్ పవర్ ద పవర్ మైట్ హవ్ డిక్లైన్ అది ఇందులో దైవత్వమే అండ్ దట్ పవర్ ఈజ్ డివైన్ పవర్ కనుకొనే ఆ దివ్యమైనటువంటిది ఈ శరీరంలో ఉండినంత వరకు శరీరం అనేక రకమైనటువంటి పనులను ఆచరిస్తుంటాయి యాజ్ లాంగ్ యాజ్ దేర్ ఇస్ ద డివైన్ పవర్ ఇన్ ద ఫిజికల్ బాడీ ఇట్ పర్ఫార్మ్స్ వేరియస్ ఫంక్షన్స్ కనుక ఇది సత్యమని మనం భావించి కేవలము ప్రమాదంలో గురి అయిపోతున్నాం do not identify yourself with this physical body as truth and you are facing all negativity varu nammakunda nammaranatunti varu nammutunnam people in whom you have should have faith you are not having but you are believing things in which you should not have faith nadi navaru anukunnatunti varanta enta kaalam undagallu for how long can you have those people who are as yours who is for whom ninnu aneka rakamulaga penchi pedda chesinatunte oka tallidandrulu nee vaaru anukuntava undinanta varaku nee gauravinchavalsinde vaari sevalu cheyavalsinde vaarini santrupti parachavalsinde idi nee kartavya dharmame parents who have brought you up and given you everything do you think that they are yours yes as long as they are alive you will have to take care of them and discharge yavari yavari kartavyam vaarikuntundali everyone has his own duty evariki evarukunu vache samayalo inta battaina ter while coming into this world no one carries with him a piece of cloth koye samelo vaari address aina ichi por while leaving the world no one leaves even the address to where he is going evari sambandham what is the type of relationship that it is ilanti dani satyam anukuntunnam idi satyam kaadu mithyam but we are thinking this world as truth it is not truth oka vedanti na daggariki vachadu one philosopher came to me swami 
బ్రహ్మ సత్యం జగత్మిత్య అని శంకరాచార్యులు వారు చెప్పారు కదా శంకరాచార్య డిక్లర్డ్ బ్రహ్మ ఈజ్ ట్రూత్ అండ్ జగత్ ఈజ్ మిథ్య ప్రత్యక్షంగా కనిపిస్తుండాలి ప్రత్యక్షంగా అనుభవిస్తున్నాము ఐఎమ్ ఎంజాయింగ్ దిస్ వరల్డ్ జాగ్రత్తలేందు జీవిస్తున్నాము ఇన్ ద వేకింగ్ డ్రీమ్ అండ్ డీప్ స్లీప్ స్టేట్ ఐఎమ్ లివింగ్ ఇది మిథ్యం అని ఎట్టవుతుంది హౌ కెన్ ఐ కాల్ దిస్ మిథ్య స్వామి అని ప్రశ్నించాడు ఈ క్వశ్చన్ మీ లైక్ దట్ నాయన ప్రపంచం మిత్య అనేటువంటిది ప్రపంచానికి వదిలిపెట్టు అది దానికి చూసుకుంటుంది నువ్వు మొట్టమొదటి నీవు సత్యమా మిత్యమా నీవు కనుక్కోమన్నాను లెట్ ది వరల్డ్ జడ్జ్ ఫర్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ వెదర్ ఇస్ మిత్య ఆర్ సత్య ట్రై టు ఫైండ్ అవుట్ ఫర్ యువర్ సెల్ఫ్ వెదర్ యువర్ ట్రూత్ మొట్టమొదటి ఎవరికి వాడు సత్యమా మిత్యమా అని గుర్తించుకుంటే ప్రపంచం యొక్క విషయం గుర్తించుకున్న వాడు అవుతాడు రియలైజ్ వెదర్ హీస్ ట్రూత్ ఆర్ మిథ్య ది వరల్డ్ విల్ విద్యార్థులు కూడా అంతే టుడే స్టూడెంట్స్ ఆర్ సిమిలర్ తన తత్వం ఏమిటో తాను గుర్తించడానికి ప్రయత్నించడం లేదు హి ఈస్ నాట్ ట్రైంగ్ టు ఫైండ్ అవుట్ వాట్ హిస్ రియాలిటీ ఈస్ విదేశముల యొక్క విషయాలంతా కూడా నువ్వు వినాలని కోరుతారు హి ఈస్ ఆస్పైరింగ్ టు నో ఆల్ అబౌట్ ద వరల్డ్ ఆ దేశంలో ఏమి జరుగుతుందాది ఈ దేశంలో ఏమి జరుగుతుందాది ఈ దేశం అన్ని పరదేశముల యొక్క విషయాన్ని చూస్తున్నా నీ దేశంలో ఏమి జరుగుతుందాది అది మొట్టమొదటి నువ్వు గుర్తించడానికి ప్రయత్నిస్తున్నావా యు ఆర్ ట్రైంగ్ టు ఫైండ్ అవుట్ వాట్ ఈస్ హ్యాపెనింగ్ ఇన్ దిస్ కంట్రీ ఇన్ దట్ కంట్రీ బట్ ఆర్ యూ ట్రైంగ్ టు నో వాట్ ఈస్ హ్యాపెనింగ్ ఇన్ ఇన్ యువర్ ఓన్ బాడీ బయట నుంచి వచ్చేటువంటి న్యూస్ ను మాత్రమే నువ్వు రిసీవ్ చేసుకుంటున్నావు నీ నుంచి వచ్చేటువంటి న్యూస్ నువ్వు ఏమాత్రం యోచించేయటం లేదు యు ఆర్ ఓన్లీ థింకింగ్ ఆఫ్ ది న్యూస్ ఎక్స్టర్నలీ కమింగ్ టు యూ బట్ యు ఆర్ నాట్ ట్రైంగ్ టు కేర్ ఫర్ ది న్యూస్ సెన్స్ విచ్ ఈస్ ఎమనేటింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ యూ విత్ ఇన్ కనుక మొట్టమొదటి నిన్ను నీవు గుర్తించుకో ట్రై టు ఫైండ్ అవుట్ నువ్వు చక్కబరచుకో ట్రై టు రెక్టిఫై యువర్ సెల్ఫ్ ఆ తర్వాత ఇతరులు చక్కబరచడానికి ప్రయత్నించి మొట్టమొదటి విద్యార్థులు గుర్తించవలసినటువంటి విషయం దిస్ ఇస్ ది ఫస్ట్ థింగ్ ది స్టూడెంట్ షుడ్ రియలైజ్ బ్రహ్మచేత ప్రమాదం సంభవిస్తుండాలి ఆన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ ఇల్యూజన్ డేంజర్స్ కమ్ ఐ థింక్ దేర్ ఇస్ నో రన్నింగ్ అవే ఫ్రమ్ ఎంక్వైరీ యూ హ్యావ్ టు ఎంక్వైర్ ఫైనలీ ఇట్ కమ్స్ బ్యాక్ టు దాట్ గోస్ బ్యాక్ టు దాట్ స్టేట్మెంట్ ఆఫ్ సాక్రటీస్ లైఫ్ అన్ఎగ్జామిన్డ్ ఇస్ నాట్ లైఫ్ ఎట్ ఆల్ okay you have to look within and you have to find out for the answers and you know that's the strong message swami ends this clip with mm. because we are all the time finding uh, trying to resolve the mysteries outside but you know when your home is not in order and you know to solve the main mystery but before that uh, swami talks about the four types of impurities in the antakarna correct the four types of antakarna first of all the mm-hmm. manas buddhi chitta ankara and then the four impurities of the antakarna and how one leads to the other i think maybe the two uh, two others might follow in the clips uh, later in the discourse but swami i think deals with branti delusion and pramadam and mm-hmm. how one leads to the other i mean it's almost like a textbook with syllabus you know swami is unfolding one by one one by one topic and uh, you start wondering there is so much to it <laughs> gives you a deja vu of your class when <laughs> so much passes by and you wonder whether you grasped enough to get to the next part of the lesson actually uh, interestingly regarding this uh, antakarna uh, for a long time i was thinking that uh, these four sections of the inner senses are antakarna uh, i mean the mind is basically divided into four sections mm-hmm. called manas the mind buddhi the intellect chitta the storage of memories and 
ahankara ego or identification with body i used to wonder that there are actually four chambers of the mind or something like that you know i'm uh, still wondering i'm still thinking <laughs> like that <laughs> but uh, uh, swami had clarified this uh, in some of his discourses swami says that there is only one mind it's not partitioned okay just that at different points of time if we uh, look at our mind closely mm-hmm. it assumes each of these roles okay. uh, for example swami says that when you are cluttered with thoughts you know it is the manas which is operating uh, when you are making a decision you know you are you are deciding whether you want to buy this or not whether you want this or not uh, any kind of decision making happens through the intellect so mm. the buddhi aspect of the mind uh, is functioning uh, mm. at that point or mind assumes the form of buddhi uh, at that point of time and uh, chitta is when you know that you know there's a flood of uh past impressions that come as you said you know you start judging people or situations based on your own experiences from the past when all those experiences start clouding the present uh, you know that the chitta is currently overactive and ahankara of course is uh, the eternal uh, feeling of safety that you know what will happen to me uh, my things this mamakara and ahamkara uh, is basically born out of this identification with uh, the body and uh, at different points of time in our own uh, day to day life we see that the mind assumes these four forms and in fact swami says if we are able to catch the mind uh, you know in the role that it is playing at that point of time we will know how to rectify that particular role i think in fact you know the physicists will agree with you because they know when they observe a system it immediately stops behaving like it used to behave before yeah <laughs> i think that's principle what principle of uncertainty right you know when you start observing the mind automatically there's a bit of orderliness <laughs> the only thing is it's difficult to hold on to that state of observance for long and that's the uh, catch in it but you know going back to this thing of swami saying the delusion the first thing is you associate yourself with the wrong thing and then that leads to the fear the pramadam you know the the danger the danger comes out hmm. of the wrong association and it again goes back to that uh, pride aspect which swami was telling that you know you think you, you claim yourself to be greater than somebody else more talented than somebody else and that's the concept of ahankara actually we've spoken about this before they say that ahankara or the feeling of i comes from that state of asmita it seems it seems that is the first state where i am mm. asmi means i am so asmita is that i amness so that is the first stage of ahankara but that's not very dangerous the next stage of ahankara is you you think that i am this body or i am talented i am rich i am poor whatever you relate yourself with one particular aspect of your being that becomes ahankara even that is also okay manageable but the most dangerous is malina ahankara when you say i am richer than him i am more talented than him <laughs> i am more uh, pure than him i am mm. more spiritually advanced than him when that comparison comes it becomes malina it becomes impure and that's the most dangerous and that's the ahankara we actually talk about mm. whenever we refer to as you know he's very egoistic that's the ahankara we talk about that's what i said uh, swami mentions here about bhranti and uh, uh, you know the delusion aspect of seeing uh, things not as they are uh, to see them otherwise uh, swami gives a very beautiful analogy uh, how out of ahankar and mamakar uh, this bhranti is born swami says that suppose what car do you like prem what car do you like best okay let's just pick one audi audi okay <laughs> fine so audi a6 is okay. is 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 your car right and uh, suppose your neighbor buys that car 
and it's parked right there <laughs> you know every day uh, in front of your house so how would you feel about it means swami says goes on to explain that and says that see if the objects in the world are the source of your happiness mm-hmm. then you know for you to see that audi car every day or to touch it and feel it or maybe should your friend give you the joy yeah should itself fill you with bliss and joy isn't it mm. because it's it's exuding uh, happiness <laughs> uh, but unfortunately is that the case uh, i don't think so isn't it uh, most of the people find that unless they actually own that object it is a sense of possession of the object that apparently gives them an some kind of happiness and it is not really the object because there is no object in the world which comes with an expiry date for happiness <laughs> says okay so ha- happiness from this product expires after one year and two months and so and so <laughs> it doesn't happen right uh, swami says it is not really the object but you have placed your happiness in the sense of possession of the of the object so the moment you own the audi car probably you will feel happy about it isn't it so swami says that this kind of a misplaced a uh, value to the world is that branti the audi car does not exude happiness but you have placed your happiness in the audi car right and that's the thing which with which swami starts the difference between antakarna and the other senses the other ones cannot see what is inside the eye can only see what is outside the nose can only smell what is outside the ear can only listen to what is outside but the only thing which can look within and reflect are the antakarnas and so if they are also used for going outside mm. then you are misusing the instruments which are meant actually for going within and that's when the joy has to be searched for within not in the objects outside and uh, going to that last part of the discourse where swami is talking about uh, how when the spirit goes out though everything is still there intact the senses which you correct uh, give so much value to it is still there the nose is there the eyes are there so swami is saying the corpse still has all those instruments but why is it not functioning like before mm. that's the mystery i think even science till today they're not really able to tell when actually life enters that fetus mm. you know you never know because it's still growing you know from that single cell state mm. till the state it becomes an uh, embryo ready to become a fetus it's growing but they are not sure whether it it has already got the life mm. that uh, once the uh, fertilization happens is it already alive or is it alive only after the heart starts beating which is i think only in the third week or something like that correct so you never know when life enters mm. and in fact i don't think anybody knows when life is leaves leave. as well mm. and that's that's one of the greatest mysteries of god hmm. and i think that's a thing which swami mentioned when he spoke about the body just mm. because this body grows it does not mean it's not inert he said even if you were to dump garbage in a exactly dustbin the heap grow. of garbage grows grows <laughs> it doesn't mean that is uh, having life the, that is jada jada he says then coming to the last portion where he says um, you first your change your drishti so the vedantan asks uh, the stu- student asks uh, swami world is really unreal but i see it and i perceive it and i experience it how do i believe it's unreal that is shankracharya had said that uh, yeah. brahma satyam jaganmitya so then swami says uh, first know who you are because everything is in the vision so it's not uh, the fault with srishti it's with drishti in fact it's this is a very interesting point uh, because most of uh, rational thinking people would ask this question how can you say jagan mithya means the world is mithya uh, or illusion when it's so real to me 
I mean, everything, if I get hurt, it's real. I mean, when I experience in the world, it's real. Everything around me is real. Right now, we are all speaking. Uh, it's all real. Uh, so, how can you say Jagan Mitya? And what is this Brahma Satyam Jagan Mitya? Swami explains it so beautifully. He says, see, the concept of Brahma Satyam Jagan Mitya is from your state of perception. As you beautifully put it, Drishti or your state of perception. Jagan Mitya. To understand this, we need to know, understand the meaning of what is Mitya. And Brahma Satyam, we need to understand the meaning of the word Satyam. Uh, we know what is Brahman and we know what is Jagat. Right? Brahman is the Atman uh, or uh, the Divine. And uh, Jagat is the world that we see around us. So, how is Jagan Mitya? Swami says that Sat or Satyam is that which does not change with three periods of time. Trikalabhadyam Satyam. Yeah, which means in the past, present and the future, truth remains the same. It doesn't change with three periods of time. So, if anybody were to experience truth, whether it was 10,000 years back, whether it was today, mm-hmm. or whether it was 10,000 years mm-hmm. hence mm-hmm. from now, the truth they would experience is exactly the same. That is why you see, even though on the time frame, the Vedic Rishis, the great prophet Muhammad and Jesus are all placed in different time frames uh, in the history, but we see all of them have described that divine aspect as something close to Koti Surya Samaprabha or the splendor of a thousand suns, right? Uh, so, which means whatever be the time, whether it's in the past, it's in the present or in the future, the experience of truth will not change. It is absolutely the same. That is why uh, the experience of Brahman is Sat or that which does not change with three periods of time. So, it is Brahma Satyam. Now, let's look at Jagan Mitya. <laughs> Anybody who perceives the world, mm. can you think of two people who perceive the world exactly the same way? <laughs> Impossible. Forget about past, present and future. In the present itself, mm. are there two people, at least twins, you know, who look at the world in exactly the same way? It's impossible because their inner software, you know, Swami says that the eyes and the nose and all these indriyas, the senses are all the instruments and they've got a software which is this antakkarna, mm. the chitta and the buddhi. And the manas and ahankara. This software is different and exclusive for every single individual. So, which means what? The software with which the instruments operate in perceiving the world is different for everybody. There is difference in that. So, because of that difference, no two individual, even identical twins, do not look at the world in the same way. Why so much? Think about ourselves. From childhood till today, Hasn't our perception of the world constantly changed with new and new information that we have had, new and new knowledge that we have gained? Our perception of the world has been constantly in a state of flux, in a state of change. So that which looks real, which has some amount of reality, yet it is not Sat, means it it doesn't remain the same in three periods of time. It keeps changing, but it has some amount of reality. Swami says that is what is called as Sadasat, okay. <laughs> you know, and Swami says that Sadasat, that is truth and untruth, uh, is what is Mithya or this delusionary aspect. Our perception of the world continuously changes. Five minutes before somebody had the first darshan of Bhagwan, he saw the world in one way. Mm. Correct. Five seconds after he had the first sparshan of Bhagwan, 
his perception of the world changes mm. isn't it so jagan mithya because the way we world is what it is but we will never know that only way to know that swami says is to know yourself i think i'd like to connect it uh, with what swami said about you know love is something which can get you past these uh, vikshepa avarna and all these things you know if you look at it if you want to compare the jagan mithya how do you say that world is unreal the other unreal thing which we know is a dream state how do we know a dream state is unreal because we go in and come out of it you know it's a thing which is very short in time span so we know that something which comes and goes cannot be real that's why we say a dream is not real because we are coming out of it so there's somebody who has experienced the state we are in as a dream and they are saying that just like how dream is unreal for you for this life is unreal for me and when you look at somebody like swami and you know when you have love for swami love gives faith and that faith when you place it on somebody when he says that the world you're living in is unreal you know you don't even have to go through all these things and sit hmm. and inquire with you you just accept it he said okay that is the truth i just need to come to that understanding with effort i think that's when swami says that love can actually give you everything if you have love in god and live in love so maybe we'll end this discourse and the discussion with that and with a request to sagrada that he joins us next week too oh and, it's my pleasure <laughs> and uh, with a prayer to swami to bless us with more such opportunities because it is indeed one of the most choices blessings that we have to listen to these discourses and to have the time and to have the mind frame to sit and listen to these discourses we thank swami for that and offer our most humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet this is prem from team radio sai with me is sai prakash and our guest sai gridhar thanking you for joining us on shravanam mananam nidhyasanam sairam you just heard an episode of a radio series shravanam mananam nidhyasanam that is listen reflect and absorb This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 3rd October 2013 Mr. Sai Giridhar research scholar in the Sri Satya Sai Institute of Higher Learning participated as a guest. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian Culture and Spirituality 1990. The clips played today were from the discourse delivered on 25th May 1990. To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time same day next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program. by writing to listener at radiosai.org thank you and sai ram from prashant nilayam